Same ground, different sound. You're on homo ground. At the time of this recording, Saturday, March 21st, the world at large is experiencing COVID-19, an infectious disease caused by a new virus, also known as the coronavirus. Every day there are new updates about increasing numbers of infections and countries shutting almost everything down. Because of this, all public gatherings have been cancelled, leaving so many musicians cancelling their tours for this year. As LGBTQIA musicians, we already face a lot. The impacts of these cancellations not only affect our livelihood and financial stability, they also impact our mental health and well-being. On Tuesday, March 17th, Homoground hosted a virtual panel to invite musicians from our community to discuss how all of this is impacting them. Our featured speakers were Tara Lopez of Rituals of Mine, Lauren Denizio of Warriors and formerly of The Measure, and Kim Mortal, a Canadian-based artist, musician, and performer. We also heard from other musicians like Bright Light, Bright Light, Pet Wife, FBGM, and others from the Homoground community. We recorded the call and turned it into this podcast episode to share with others who are unable to attend. In addition to discussing alternative ways to connect with our fans and recoup lost wages virtually, we also shared resources, support, and ways to self-soothe during this time. At the end of this episode, I'll share more resources and ways that we can continue these discussions and actions to move forward. Today's episode is brought to you by Terror Bird Media, a queer-owned music marketing company who encourages you to directly support independent artists wherever you can, today and always. Buy records and merch directly from artists or their labels, and send yourself or a homebound pal a musical care package. Subscribe to their Patreon, or even donate directly via their preferred payment app. For more suggestions and information on how and who you can help, follow Terrorbird Media on Twitter and Instagram. Their handle is at Terrorbird Media, and that's T-E-R-R-O-R-B-I-R-D-M-E-D-I-A. So thank you for joining us. My name is Lynn. I started the Homogram Podcast. It's been running for uh, nine years now. We elevate LGBTQ musicians, and you can listen to the podcast on all podcast platforms. Yeah, so I don't know, just seeing everything that's been going on in the past couple weeks, um, a lot of bands have been canceling their tours, canceling shows due to the coronavirus. And it's scary in many different ways, you know, not only just in terms of getting sick, but also in terms of how this is affecting us financially. And also, it's isolating us from our community. Luckily, we do have the internet, so we can stay connected and keep in touch with one another. So it's a great way for us to share resources and to support each other. So I wanted to do something to help the community. And that's, you know, the mission with Homo Ground is always to do what we can to help musicians. And so we really want to try to come up with creative solutions and ways that you know, we can come together and still make a living and stay sane and keep our mental health in check. Tara Lopez is a California-based activist and musician who fronts the electronic duo Rituals of Mine. She is also a music publicist at Tara Bird Media, co-founder of Bitchwave Studios and founder of This Is What It Feels Like Project, an interactive auditory exhibit intended to create compassion. It is, you know, a very scary time. I feel like there's so much uncertainty. 
it's pretty unprecedented. And so it's just kind of like we're learning new things every single day. My personal experience with this, uh, we've had to cancel um, a lot of festival dates that were supposed to happen this month, a lot of touring dates, some DJ sets, a panel, my first panel that I was going to moderate, and a podcast actually that I was going to start with NPR has had to be put on hold indefinitely. All of those things were, you know, absolutely my main source of income for this month and next month. And so it's pretty scary not knowing when we're going to be able to start playing again, as I'm sure everyone feels, or, you know, when these opportunities are going to come back around. Uh, You know, aside from that, uh, various recording sessions that I had planned are now postponed indefinitely. I can't even really see my bandmate right now, which is very weird, or my producer. It's very strange. It's, uh, I don't even know (laughs) how to explain it or to process it. Like I still wake up every day kind of thinking like, is this a bad dream? And so it's all very surreal. So I've been really trying to just check in on my friends and trying to keep a routine as much as possible because I'm the type of person where I need to stay creative, stay productive so that I feel, you know, that I have a purpose. Otherwise, I can kind of spiral mentally. Lauren Denizio is an interdisciplinary artist and musician currently living and working in Los Angeles after spending a majority of their life in New York City. They also write, sing, and play guitar in the band Warriors and is also known for their former band, The Measure. They are also a founding member of For the Birds, a feminist collective dedicated to challenging social inequality through DIY cultural activism. I was about to start a tour. Um, We played one show of a three-week U.S. tour, and the rest of the dates were postponed. So (laughs) myself and a bandmate had already flown up to New York. Um, We had already gotten the van. We had already (laughs) done all the things to start a tour and then had to cancel everything and basically get back to the West Coast as fast as we could because we didn't know what was going to happen. It's turned out okay in terms of traveling, but it was really scary for a minute. And then also just, you know, obviously all of the financial things that you plan on and that we had already put out in order to do the tour are, were just gone. It's the kind of thing where I'm sort of the the kind of like main person in my band and I'm responsible for, you know, making sure everybody's okay and getting people where they need to go. And that is hard enough when everything goes smoothly. So um, to have something like Tara was saying, just unprecedented, you know, we've had shows canceled before, obviously, like that's not something that does never happen, but I'm not upset about the shows It's because it's happening to everyone. It's it's this source of anxiety because so many people I know are impacted by this. I I honestly like, I mean, in a music, a large gathering extent, and there's really no backup plan. I mean, I I feel very fortunate to have the music community that I do um, and some, something like this and, you know, Um, the way that people are kind of banding together and realizing who does and doesn't have certain resources right now. I just don't know what it's going to look like when we, when we are able to play shows again, because I can't be the only musician here who um, kind of relies on one thing to fund the next thing to get to the next point. So that when you're planning a touring schedule or your, your year, really, if one major piece goes away, it can really snowball. So we right now had ostensibly everything canceled. I do not think we'll be on the road for months now. So having those opportunities taken away is just a really big deal. 
and I just feel really bad for everyone who isn't getting to have that connection when when they need it because there are a lot of people that you know that, that don't necessarily live with supportive people and don't necessarily get to be in a room full of queer folks all the time or like don't necessarily get to see their favorite artists there's a lot to the isolation that, that is really not great at the moment. Kim Mortal is a Filipino-Canadian visual artist, musician, soul rap MC, and songwriter who blends Lauren Hill-like soul and rap-conscious vocals with an authentic, quirky, and powerful stage presence, often offering a fresh set on every new stage with electronic hip-hop vibes or a ukulele. Hi, everybody. My name's Kim Mortal. I think I might be the only person that's based in Canada. My situation for the past two weeks has been really unique because I've been at the Banff Center, which is uh, located in the province of Alberta. I'm in a songwriter music residency. It was supposed to be three weeks, but yesterday morning at 10 a.m., the group of 32 singer-songwriters were told that the program was canceled. All programs in this school center is canceled. So it's been interesting to like process COVID-19 with a bunch of other musicians, which is kind of rare because a lot of people have been finding out like in isolation or yeah. And like today I just walked out and it's like a ghost town. There's like no one outside. It's kind of cryptic. It's actually pretty scary. It's like what I used to watch in like horror movies. It's like actually happening. Now today I, I finally had a chance to sit on my laptop and be like, okay, what is going to change? And I'm realizing it's not just next month's tour that was canceled, which I paid a P2 visa for as a Canadian. It was like over a thousand bucks. I'm a DIY artist. It took me like months to book all these shows over the border and make sure I had everything right. All of that is just gone. What's shitty about that is I was super relying on that money. I also got word from the agency that I work with that the festivals in the summer are also going to be canceled. So that is just like, whoa. So I'm kind of just like in this place where I'm writing a list of like, okay, what can I, what can I use of my skills to like try to make money with? So I'm like, all right, visual art. I can work from my laptop. I can make portraits of people. I can try to create a podcast. I can try to do online shows. None of that, like online shows, never done that. You know, online courses, never done that. But I have to start thinking in that way, like a digital creator. At the same time too, I feel that people in the community have been creating initiatives to support like artists and freelance-based artists. For example, in the community of unceded Coast Salish Territory, aka Vancouver, BC, there's mutual aid going around. So people are donating to like this fund. You like email this email. And then I I was fortunate enough to get a little bit of funding um, to, to help with groceries, which is so helpful. And then another friend was like, hey, Kim, I know that you're a freelance-based artist. I would love to organize a show for you online because I have guaranteed work. And so people are like, I have these resources, I have this energy, let me help you out. So that's like encouraging. I also have to take care of my mental health because I hella spiral. So I need to figure out like certain systems for myself that'll work. How long is this going to be? Like how many months? We won't be rebooking the tour until next spring, apparently. I'm just trying to keep like a level head. I'm trying to keep positive. I want to spread 
laughter and joy still. And I think that's our power as artists is like we can lift spirits up at this time. And so our mental and spiritual and emotional health and our physical health is so important as like speakers in our communities. Now is the time to like teach yourself skills. This is the time to like be self-sufficient in creating your own music, you know, learning how to film yourself, film music videos at home. Like it's, it's an interesting time to be creative and use these tools and to experiment and just keep ourselves busy as artists. I totally agree with that. I feel like I'm trying to look at this time as in the past, there were so many things, creative projects that I wanted to work on. And I always felt like I just did not have enough time. And so quite literally, the world is on pause right now, which has never happened before. And so I'm trying my best for myself and my mental health to, to put that spin and to be like, all right, I have no excuse now not to start that book or not to write that song or not to start that podcast. I'm trying to like teach myself new skills that I've been wanting to, but have just been on the back burner. I think that that's been really helpful so far, just kind of trying to get a game plan going and getting a daily routine. For me, it's so vital. Otherwise, I do spiral mentally and that it just goes downhill. So creating some type of routine in the morning and like taking sections of the day to focus on different projects has been really helpful. And this is something that ideally we can carry forward to when this crisis is over, that it'll make us better in the long term because we're going to have developed such great routines and coping mechanisms for this unprecedented situation. I noticed some people were mentioning live streaming performances. Have any of you experimented with that yet or plan on experimenting with that? Yeah, absolutely. Doing a lot of research right now, trying to find the the best platform for that. I've never really done a live stream, so doing a bunch of research. But the really cool thing is that, you know, just doing the research and talking to people at Twitch or even at Patreon, like these people want to help, um, which is really encouraging. And so, you know, trying to find what makes the most sense. Some of these platforms are really cool and they have like donation tabs. So um, your fans can like tune in and donate um, directly to you. And, and some of these platforms are waiving fees. So the money will go directly to you. So I'll put some links from what I, what I found and in this chat so that everyone has it. Even just something to connect with people that you would have been performing in front of live. I definitely want to start doing more regular, even just like Instagram live playing for the kind of music I play anyway, just like playing acoustic guitar, like playing some songs and like talking to people just to kind of be there. I had also started like just in the past couple of years being a little bit more familiar with like recording, recording at home in a way that wasn't just for you know, demos and things in a way that I was happier with. I'm now trying to figure out how to kind of transfer that over to streaming because I have the capability to do that. So if anybody actually happens to know how to stream like multiple microphones at the same time or like have any tips and tricks for that, I'm all ears. But yeah, it is just a little disappointing that it's like I'm usually in a four piece loud rock band. And there's really no way to replicate that, especially because we don't even live in the same city. So it also means my not seeing my bandmates for months 
I feel like this is almost like, well, it's like now you get to get creative and all the weird things you thought at one point, like, oh, that'll be fun to do. Or like, what if I did a version like this? Like, well, like now, now is the time. Now you can get to make all of them, which is like maybe the only thing I can kind of laugh at at the moment. Hi, I'm, nobody knows who I am. I'm a recording artist and I'm a DJ as well. Um, I tour all the time. I uh, have just had a slew of festivals and shows cancelled, which is meant to be building up to my new album coming out in September. What a great time to release an album. What I have done in the past with like live streaming is with your point about it's really hard to make it sound as you normally appear online. It really is. What I did was I investigated how you could get sound and like multiple sources to stream to like Facebook Live or whatever, which is a nightmare. You have to use like OBS to push a camera into Facebook. But I kind of tricked it by using my normal audio interface to go straight into my Ableton Live session. And I made sure that everything sounded perfect in there. And I did like a kind of rookie version for the live thing. And then I sold the clean recordings on Bandcamp after the session. So I did like weekly sessions with fans when I was building up to a release um, where I would do like song requests, like a new song, an old song, and maybe a cover version, and then produced up the recorded tracks so that people could see it live for free. But if they wanted to donate and help fund me, they could buy a um, properly recorded version of that live session, post the, the show, and most of them donated quite well for that. So that might be something useful to do. It's difficult not to panic at the moment because all of our income is kind of gone, but kind of going back to the fact that like everybody's income is gone. Now is the time to be super creative and find out what you can do that won't help financially right now, but it might do in the long term. You know, like I have no idea when my show is going to be booked again. I've based an entire album campaign on like a TV performance that's probably not going to happen now in a month's time. And a fest, three festivals that were meant to launch the album in three different territories, and they've all been cancelled. So it's trying to like work out how you can still reach some of those people. And I've looked into Twitch and all these different places, but I kind of think that maybe using your platform like Facebook or Instagram with your biggest followers is maybe useful rather than trying to migrate everybody into different streaming platforms, which is very confusing for people. And you know, I get turned off when I'm told to use like Spotify, Apple, Deezer, blah blah blah, blah. and then it's like Twitch, this, this, da 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 da, and you know, trying to capture people's attention while they're already sort of following you might be useful. If I was to do a live stream on IG, how would one collect potential donations? The ways that I've done it before is by having, it's super rudimental, but like a piece of paper with a PayPal link or a Venmo link, which sidesteps being uh, needing to use like the third party companies, which will take a cut of what you do. So it kind of looks a little bit janky, but it does seem to work and people are often already signed up for PayPal or Venmo, which means they don't then have to use a third party extra thing, which they they need to then create an account for and do all that kind of stuff. So it's just like whatever makes it the simplest for people to help you out in whichever way is least problematic for them. I'm not sure if anyone does Patreon, but they do have a live streaming option that you can use on there. I haven't had any experience with that, but I did notice the other day that it is an option. I really like what Kim said earlier about now is the time to teach yourself skills. A lot of us are more than just musicians. We're also artists and podcasters and writers. So maybe if people want to talk about how they're going to utilize their different skills during this time. 
I think that so many of us are already accustomed to the hustle and to supplement my income and be able to tour consistently. Any work that I do outside of music is all things that I do from home. I already work entirely from home. (laughs) It's hard for me to think about how to expand that necessarily. And I mean, I've also thought about, if anything, donating my time to helping people set up ways that they can work at home. If you're used to having to go into an office or go to a restaurant or like go into a physical place to work, and then you're told like, oh, no, we can we can give you this thing to do for money, but it's at your house all day. It's a really huge shift for a lot of people. So that is something that I think I would love to like offer to talk to people about or like get people talking about a little bit more because like other folks were saying earlier, it's going to be interesting to get new routines and find ways to kind of structure your day and feel productive and have a better sense of time when, when you were used to things being so different. I'm also interested in hearing how people are, are doing that or if people have questions about way, <laughs> ways to make money online, like other sorts of jobs that already exist for these sorts of I'm taking this time to start this podcast back up, this idea that I have had for a couple of years, but have just never had time to tour or recording and whatnot. And I'm kind of trying to just put all my energy into this, which is a podcast funny enough about how society needs to support artists (laughs) better. And so it's something that I'm kind of just trying to put all my focus and energy into in the hopes that it'll give artists a platform and hopefully it'll bring forth a dialogue about resources that can help artists. And honestly, I'm trying really hard to see the silver lining in this and I'm hoping that this situation, as terrible as it is right now for artists, I'm hoping that society will truly see how hard we work and the trials that we're going to have and are already having. And I'm really hoping society finally takes care of our artists. And it's so strange to me how every single person on this planet consumes art every single day. And yet we never think about the artists behind that art. And so I'm really hoping that this time right now will open up a lot of people's eyes and and hopefully our government officials as well to provide some resources, especially here in the States. I feel like a lot of other countries do support their artists a lot more. Um, In the States, it is laughable. So (laughs) I'm... I'm hoping that this changes things. I know Gavin Newsom and I've worked with him on a couple of art projects in the past uh, on some social activism stuff. And I definitely plan on sitting down with him and, and talking to him about, you know, California and at least like what California can do to help and support our artists and actually make a real difference for our artists. So yeah, I'm planning on putting my focus into, into that. So before I was a musician and I used my voice, I was a visual artist because when I was young, I was pretty shy and in class I would doodle a lot and sharing that online and perhaps like offering portraits for people. And I also have some skills on After Effects. And so I'm hoping I can try to, you know, offer services in creating visual art projections or like films and like logos. My partner and I are also thinking of doing a podcast. I'm also kind of interested in just creating instrumentals because like I use my voice a lot. I kind of want to create like soothing instrumentals for people to like write to or to draw to or like meditate to. And then like perhaps like every week having a release 
keeping something consistent of like something fresh. That's so far the plan. I like that. The soothing music. I think we can all benefit from that right now. So one question I wanted to bring up is I know there are a lot of resources being shared right now, you know, resources for freelancers, for musicians, for artists. There's a lot of information being circulated, which is awesome that it's out there. But also, too, when I was trying to go through and compile it all to share that as a resource, I was like, wow, this is a lot to like go through because there's some at like the federal level and then from states and like just organizations. Have you looked into any type of freelance union or fund or anything like that? Any type of resources that you could share as we kind of navigate all the resources that are being shared out there? Yeah, I've started. I definitely am feeling a bit overwhelmed because there are such an extensive list, which is great. But I wrote down a couple that I felt seemed pretty promising. The Artist Relief Tree will give artists um, $250 just like right off the bat, apparently, if you can prove you're an artist. There's the Equal Sound Corona Relief Fund, and they'll provide relief for musicians who've lost income due to a canceled gig. I haven't done extensive research on this, but I believe you have to send them proof of your gig and they will help fund your guarantee for it. Music Cares offers critical assistance. Bandcamp just announced on Friday, they're going to waive all of their revenue fees. So all of the money will go directly to you. So by at least really sharing that with your fans and letting them know, like, if you were, if you support me, please buy my record, I will get all of that money (laughs) that day. So I think that could be a really great resource. I've recently started a Patreon about two months ago. And while it is a lot of work, it's been very helpful in supporting, you know, my rehearsal studio space. And it's also just awesome to be able to connect with your fans there. Like it's, it can be so easy to feel alone in this sometimes, even though, you know, like we're all connected so easily, but Patreon has been like a really fast and easy way for me to feel connected to the people that enjoy what I make. And what I found is that I didn't think this would be the case is people do want to help. Like your fans do want to support you. They do care and they do, you know, if they have a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, that adds up. So I would definitely encourage folks to at least check out Patreon and see if it is the right fit for you guys. And yeah, I wanted to kind of second Music Cares, specifically because if you are somebody who has had a tour canceled or a festival canceled and it means that you're unable to pay bills, 100% reach out to them. Because yeah, if, if you can basically prove that you you do tour and you do make and record music, they will help if you're in that situation. I know uh, She Shreds Magazine has also posted a link to a page on their website that has a bunch of resources also. So I will share that link as well. Ricky just shared that some of his friends have a really cool zine and just shared some resources online at womeninsounds.com. And he posted the link in the chat too. Hi, hope everyone can hear me. Thank you all for just talking about how you're feeling. I just wanted to sort of echo what Lauren said about about you know your fans wanting to help out and just remember there's a lot of people who are working from home I'm in the Boston area so there's a lot of tech people a lot of startup people who are still working full-time they have money they are wanting really badly to help and are just kind of looking for ways to help so maybe just a, a thought is just make it known on your Instagram or Patreon or whatever you're using most um, that hey if, if like 
you know, my tour just got canceled. If you can share, you know, um, I, I could use a little help. I don't know that'll be helpful. What is everybody doing to sort of uh, stem the anxiety of what's happening in a, um, not in a productive way, but more just in a mental health way? I was a touring musician up until recently. Um, I couldn't afford to keep it up anymore and needed to get a full-time job at a restaurant, which is now closed. <laughs> and then I was dog walking. Everyone's working from home. They don't need that. So I'm super stressing out right now, but trying to find ways to sort of self-soothe. Does anybody have any suggestions um, that aren't related to productivity or making music or creating just to sort of calm down and move forward? I found that movement, honestly, really helps me taking walks, doing any kind of breathing exercises has really helped. Um, and also writing down how you're feeling. I've been talking to my therapist a lot, actually. And uh, I never really thought like writing would actually make me feel any better. But it does. It at least helps me be able to process like, okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed. All right, here's why. And by the end of it, I feel it's a bit more manageable because it's listed right out in front of me. I've just started using the Headspace app, which has really helped like meditating it's, and it's free. At least the first, I think 10 sessions are free. And so I just keep using the first 10 and that's been super helpful. Yeah. For me, working out really helps just getting some kind of movement with my body really helps clear my mind. I second all of that. And even just solely in terms of like working at home and like having a routine upended so much is to try to, to always get dressed in the morning. You know, if, if you can't leave your house or like, you know, even if you're going to go outside for a little bit, like put on pants or, you know, a dress or whatever, you know, whatever you wear uh, to go out during the day, straight up like showering, washing your face like doing whatever, if you have a skincare routine, you know, like if there's like anything like hygiene and self-care related, I hadn't put on makeup in a few days until this panel. And even just like doing my thing of like really washing my face and doing all that, I was like, I feel better. I feel like it's really little things like that, like making sure you're drinking a lot of water, that especially if you're already dealing with anxiety, like I'm already trying to manage my anxiety on a daily basis. Those little things can kind of fall by the wayside and they really do make a huge difference. I think that doing the things for your mental health that might seem kind of small can help kind of stabilize through the day. I got ideas from you all. Thank you. Some things that I'm doing to self-soothe is um, when I'm washing my hands at home, I got it from an IG shared thing is to like say a prayer while you're washing your hands and say a prayer for your health, say a prayer for the health of your community and sing a song or whatever. And that can also help with making sure you're washing your hands for a long time. <laughs> Another thing too that I got from a booklet that's being shared online, I'll try to find the link and post it here, is humming, just like humming, which I found really helpful. I'm around a lot of beautiful mountains here. So I went for a walk by myself and I cried at the top of a mountain. That was really good. I'm also wearing my best outfits at home and I'm ugly crying with my partner on FaceTime. So yeah, that's how I'm self-soothing. Can I ask a heavy question? Like how many people accidentally got separated from like their partner or like quarantined without thank you for sharing that I had it's like I forgot that that was a situation people might be in yeah I did for the first 
three days, three or four days. Well, I, my partner and I live separately anyways. So we do long distance. She lives where I'm from. I live in LA. And so, yeah, it was, it was really scary because we already go for sometimes like a month out from not seeing each other or longer, especially if I'm traveling. So luckily I was able to come back home um, in Sacramento, but it was up in the air for a minute and that was pretty daunting. Yeah, I'm going to be coming home from Bath in like a day and my partner might actually be sick. So I'm having to like figure out how to deal with that, which is really tough. Thank creator for like FaceTime though. At least it's something. It's such an unreal thing that we can't even hug. You know, like physical affection can't happen. So sad. So this is something that I've realized over the past few days I've probably made and received more phone calls than I have in like the past 10 years. And I've kind of developed a list of people, friends, family, even some people I don't know too well. We've all been keeping in touch with each other and sharing information and just talking. And I think what can be really useful for a situation like this is to kind of be of service to others. It has the effect of taking you outside of yourself which for me is really major because I spent probably about three days just freaking out about COVID nonstop. So just checking in with people, texting our neighbors and just being like, you know, if you need something, we're here. Making sure people understand the severity of it because some people still now don't. I think those things are important if and when we're in the mood and the headspace to do that. And also just sharing playlists. This is what I'm watching. This is what I'm reading stuff like that can be good. And yeah, all the flirting in the world, especially with our partners who aren't with us, we find new creative ways to get around not being able to give a hug. Also, masturbation. I'm glad you said it because it's kind of what I was circling around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I really like what Tara said um, about how to keep your mental health in check. Uh, Movement is so important. So even if you can't go outside, just doing movements in your house, I know... I've been doing like little dance parties and just kind of, I know I've been on TikTok more often recently. And I'm like, maybe I can go like TikTok viral. Maybe this is the time, like just dancing around and you're allowed to be silly, as silly as you are, you know, even though like everything that's going on is like really crazy and terrifying. It is really inspiring to see how many people in our communities, people who don't normally step up are stepping up. And that's been really inspiring to me. There were some flyers around my neighborhood that were just posting like really positive things. And there was a link, a bit.ly link to a Slack group. And so I joined it. I think at the time there was maybe less than a hundred people. 48 hours later, there's close to 900 people on it. And it's just people in my community, in my neighborhood that are joining it and helping each other out and just organizing themselves. They're contacting city officials about freezing rent and really taking initiative to take care of each other. So if your neighborhood or community has any kind of local resources like that, might want to check in and see if anyone is doing that. Somebody mentioned earlier that they've been calling people more often. Uh, And I actually had to go get a needle for my testosterone injection because the pharmacy ran out last week and I haven't run out in years. It's not something you run out of until now. And when I was doing it, um, I was reflecting on how I had that connection, how I was able to find somebody 
from like I woke up this morning and Lynn sent me a link to Slack and made sure that I had all these resources and I just, well, I'll post it in this room and I know five other trans men that live in my neighborhood now and I met one of them today and I'm able to take my shot. So I just want to add to what D was saying and everybody else in the chat, like, I ended up making a phone call too. It's kind of crazy, but it wasn't enough to text you today, Lynn. And then uh, you invited me to help out on this today. And I'm so glad that I see so many faces on here and everybody was willing to share. And thank you, Lynn. You're amazing. I am evidently not from this continent. I'm from the UK. I actually just made one of the last flights back to New York. I live here. So it's been like a really wild week. I nearly got stuck abroad for 30 days plus or whatever. I don't know what I would have done. What you're saying about staying calm and sharing the right type of information is really, really important. I'm not from this country and your news system is wild. Your healthcare system is wild and people are losing their brains. Like I was watching the news from both the UK and the US over the last week as everything was unfolding and this sharing of like misinformation and the panic levels were just terrifying to me, you know? I saw friends in New York screaming at people from their windows, like, get in the fucking house or whatever. And it's like, it's not helpful to anybody. Absolutely, as well, what you're saying about being informed and understanding the severity is like totally what you should be doing right now. But also people seem to not understand that like some of some people in different states still have to go to work or some people work in the care system and they're on their way to a hospital to work. Keeping calm is so important. I really do worry about people's mental health levels in this time because people are isolated, which is when people tend to go off the rails a tiny bit if you're prone to worrying or anxiety attacks. And the American government and news system has an awful lot to answer for, for people being very, very scared at the moment and panic buying toilet roll I mean, and pasta, like when have you ever wanted to eat that much pasta? At the moment, all of these musicians and all of these bartenders and restaurant workers and nightlife people are all kind of in the same boat. So what I kind of wanted to do to try and keep a bit of calm is like share other people's work. I set up a record label a month ago called Yas Queen, and it's all about LGBTQ plus people and creators like artists, directors, filmmakers illustrators and I try to share a creator on that like every day just so that I'm populating people's feeds with creatives that they might not have known and making playlists and sharing music and stuff so it's not much but like people might get a stream a day or someone might go to band camp and just like reshare something you know it doesn't immediately monetize things but it is a way to distract yourself and maybe find a different artist or film to watch or something and you can sort of maybe create that little moment of calm in your day or somebody else's day and share some queer work you know like we don't have the queer spaces at the moment so whatever is possible to make sure that we're still like playing somebody's song or talking about a film or having a conversation. I, I worry that conversation will stop and it'll just be people posting without the interaction, you know, which is why this is amazing. So thank you for doing it. It's nice to have interaction with somebody that's not my tax return. <laughs> I just wanted to, to give my sincere thanks to all of you. I was really freaking out prior to doing this. This is the first sort of like virtual meetup I've done. Boston right now is under like super quarantine. <laughs> um, we were one of the epicenters. So I just really wanted to thank, thank uh, Homo Ground for hosting this and just reminding 
me, but hopefully it's helping all of you that there is community and we all are here for each other. And thank you for, for giving such good advice and it's really needed when I don't have family to call. So it was nice to log into this. So thank you so much. Hey everyone. Yeah. Just wanted to bounce off of what Dee was talking about, being grateful for community and for everyone who worked hard to put this together and who has shared so far. A little background about me. I am a like session musician, drummer and everything. So this has been really tough because I live in an apartment in Los Angeles. So my drum set is somewhere else. All of my recording equipment is somewhere else. So I can't be doing remote sessions with people. I can't really even be practicing full kit. I have a practice pad at home that I can use, but I have a space that I pay for outside of here. So sorry, I'm getting a little bit emotional. Because of being a drummer, I also can't just do a live stream to like share my music or whatever. I do the whole hired gun thing. I work with about five different bands. And because we're all isolated and separated, it's not like I can just go to someone to participate in that live stream. I've toyed around with trying to start a Patreon or something similar, but I don't really know what I could offer people in terms of content for doing that because of my situation. I'm going back, touching on, like, learning new skills. I'm working hard to try and get better at programming drums and, you know, making loops on Logic and stuff on my own. One of the things I've been doing to help myself mental health-wise is scheduling Skype coffee dates or Skype dinner dates with friends and everything so that we still get that feeling of camaraderie and doing something together, even though we can't do it together. But stuff like this, for me, has been really incredible, just that you know, camaraderie of acknowledging like, hey, this is happening to all of us. You know, none of us are, whether we all get, whether we get sick or not, none of us are going to walk out of this untouched. Um, So something like this where everyone is just taking the time to share what they're going through and no one is really pointing fingers of like, well, I have it worse than you or like, well, you shouldn't be upset about that or whatever uh, has been really, really nice. So I'm really grateful to be able to participate. And uh, yeah, that's uh just wanted to say thank you. Yeah, I just saw that Dee, you know, asked if there would be another hangout to check in. I would very much be into that. But I also realized that something like Zoom or I know Google Hangouts lets you pretty easily do like multiple people in a room that I think it would be cool if people just started using these things more, even spur of the moment, just to be like, hey, what are you doing? Like, let's all hop on a thing real quick and actually hang out because I, I did that this weekend with a bunch of people and it was actually really fun. It definitely filled that space of spending time with my friends. Today I had a work session with old colleagues that are just from like other jobs. I haven't worked with them in forever, but somebody had posted a link for a Google Hangout for us to just all be up on video from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. in every hour there was like a little meditation chime that one, one of them would play. And then we would just like check in and be like, okay, that, cause we set a goal at the beginning, like, oh, I want to, you know, get these three emails out. And so then be like, Hey, so how, how are we doing on the emails? And it's really not as weird as I thought it was going to be. And I was super productive by like mid afternoon. I got more than I thought I would done. And I, it's the not feeling alone while I'm working and whether that's been professional or creative, I'm a collaborative spirit. So I think definitely Google Hangouts, if it's something that you've shied away from, just start playing with it. It's ridiculously easy. And I also encourage people to investigate Zoom as you're learning all these new tools because it's a, it's a great way to connect. And it's good audio too. 
Also, I would like to thank um, my friend, Composites Collective, who has the paid Zoom account so that we were able to do this call. So thank you. They're a consultant who operates at the intersection of design and technology, behavioral science, and technology. So thank you for providing us this platform. Also, I've heard some other people talking about sharing resources. So if you do have a Zoom account and can share it with other people, that's awesome. Or Netflix account or any kind of paid service that you can share with others. If anyone wants to do something similar like this and you need access to a Zoom account, get in touch with me and I can try to connect you. Also, uh, Homoground has a Discord server. It's kind of like a Slack group. If you're unfamiliar with Slack, it's just like a big chat room with lots of rooms. So I'm going to post, I've already started like a resource list. So I'll be adding a lot of the stuff that we talked about there and that'll be ongoing. So if you're looking for a space for support and to talk to other people, you can always carry the conversation on over there. And I'd be happy to host more hangouts or virtual events like this if people are interested. Also, let me know if there's anything that Homoground can do as well. I know a lot of people who maybe are doing the live stream. You don't have a big audience or you want to team up with other musicians. Maybe we can figure out ways that we can do that and just help get the word out more. And, you know, if you have canceled tours or shows or just need extra promotion, hit me up. We'll try to boost you as much as we can on our Instagram. Thanks again, everyone. It was great to see your faces, to see your names on the screen. I hope this was somewhat positive and uplifting. Like I said, feel free to reach out. I'm sure everyone else on this call is accessible too. Thanks so much and have a good night and do something that to take care of yourselves. I'm going to go cry in the shower after this. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. So nice to see everyone. We are continuing this discussion on our Discord server at homoground.com discord, where we also have a list of direct links to the resources mentioned. Some specific resources include Music Cares, Artist Relief Tree, Equal Sound Corona, and Women in Sound. We'll be posting more resources as we hear about them, and feel free to share resources that you come across as well. After a few days of reflecting, it's apparent that we will all be adjusting to new ways of living. People mentioned the need for more virtual connection as we are physically apart from each other, and others suggested live streaming webcasts in place of in-person events, learning new skills, and creating more digital media like music videos and podcasts. For some, this can all sound very overwhelming on top of all the things that we're already doing. You may be thinking, I don't know how to do that. You, you mean I've got to learn new things while the world is falling apart? So in an effort to help share knowledge, Homoground is organizing more virtual events on specific topics that were discussed. We'll be hosting online skill shares on live streaming, crowdfunding, community and audience building and engagement, podcasting, and digital audio production and recording. We'll be posting more updates about these events on our Patreon at patreon.com homoground. If you want these updates emailed to you directly, please consider donating $1 to our Patreon to support us during this time. I know we're all struggling financially, but for those of you who are able to work from home and do have full-time salary jobs, any amount that you can donate is super appreciated. $5 or more will get your name shouted out on the podcast, and Homoground stickers in green and white will be sent to you, so you can add them to your collection. 
Also, we know that everything that is going on has extreme potential to trigger lots of mental and emotional ups and downs, especially while we're physically isolated from each other. So check in with your friends, leave nice comments on strangers' posts who are having a rough time, and if you need deeper support, Talk therapy with a licensed professional is still available. Homoground listeners can receive one week of free talk therapy with Pride Counseling. To start your free trial, visit homoground.com slash Pride Counseling. Our deepest thanks goes out to everyone who participated on the call, especially Tara, Lauren, and Kim Mortal for joining the panel and talking about your experiences. Big thanks also goes out to the Homo Ground team, Dee and Jack Atcha, for helping pull this together. And Jack Atcha, thanks for helping to moderate this call. And of course, thank you to this episode's sponsor, Terrorbird Media, a queer-owned music marketing company who is so awesome and has been around for so long and doing amazing things. Not only are they sponsoring this episode, but there have been so many times when I've had so many questions related to the music industry and Jess and Lauren and Tara and Shannon and everyone else there have been so helpful in answering all of my questions and being a part of the Homoground events and just really supportive of the podcast. So a lot of our sponsorships are more than just sponsorships. These are relationships with people who are doing truly amazing work. Check out their website at terrorbird.com and please support all the artists that are on their roster. Also, thank you Composites Collective for providing the technology for us to hold that event in the first place. And also to our Patreon supporters who are sustaining us right now. Thank you so much. Michael Bacon, Ashley Amon, Chris Lane, Willard Joyce, Brian Shields, D, Corey, Adriana Martinez, Lucenti, Queer Public Podcast, Kim Baglieri, Joseph Martin, Fernanda Delgado, Lucy, Thomas Kula, Bailey Watkins, David Adusi, and Marino Benedetto. If you haven't joined us on Patreon, we really hope that you will join us, not only to help us financially, but also to continue growing this community and to continue distributing this podcast. And finally, if you have any ideas, suggestions, or wanting to collaborate in any way, please contact us. We want to use our platform in the best ways we can to serve our community and to share the knowledge and resources that we have. I don't want to get too conspiracy theory, but the thought of what happens if the internet breaks, <laughs> because we're all moving onto the internet. So I actually am looking into pirate radio, local mesh networks, and yeah, just trying to figure out and prepare if worst case scenario does happen. Um, so if you're interested in any of those topics too, or you have some knowledge, especially in regards to pirate radio, transmitting, setting up your own transmitter and all that stuff, I would love to talk to you. And you can hit us up, homoground on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or homoground at gmail.com. If it takes a while for us to respond, um, I do apologize. We're trying to do the best that we can with what we have. All right. Well, um, I hope everyone is well, taking care of yourselves and being safe. Wash your hands, keep a distance, and remember that, you know, we're doing this not only to keep ourselves healthy and safe, but the people around us, because we don't know who might have a compromised immune system, and even though people look healthy on the outside, it could be very damaging to some people. So please keep that in mind. All right, see you next time.